Each episode of Education with an Edge is meant to create, cultivate, and inspire honest discussion about issues affecting youth. Hosted by author, artist, educator, advocate, and speaker, Jaquel Lane. Hello and welcome. I'm Jaquel Lane and this is Education with an Edge, the podcast that is dedicated to youth, education, and all things student-related because we know that our youth are what matters and that's what we believe. I am here with the beautiful, the talented Shelby Helt, who is an independent sales director and success coach with Mary Kay. You know, her job description is so amazing because she gets to, in every single day, believe that every woman that she sets down with um, can achieve the level of success that they choose for themselves. And I think that that's so very powerful. Um, She believes that every single person on this planet was gifted with specific strengths and talents that were meant to be utilized from the dreams that God placed in their hearts, and that Mary Kay is equal to the ambition of any woman on this planet. You choose if you'd like to simply impact your own life or if you'd like to impact the world. And I can't imagine or think of a better guest to have on this show because that is what it's all about. And we need to show you that there's different pathways to success than just the status quo. And so I'm so very excited to have you here, Shelby, and our education with an edge guests are just going to fall in love with you. Um, like I have, you're such a good friend of mine. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Um, so we'll just get right into it. You know, um, since this is a podcast that's dedicated to inspiring and encouraging youth, Shelby, can you tell us a bit about your background and how you grew up? Sure. So I am a farm kid that grew up on a non-farm, if that makes sense. So I lived in the country, but my parents didn't farm. Um, Loved growing up in rural Nebraska. I'm just so blessed to be in this part of the world. Now that I've traveled as an adult, I I think about my, my childhood and I just love it. So I loved being outside. I'm the oldest girl or oldest of three girls. My father's only son is what I like to say. I was always outside helping him in the garage, fixing cars, fence, hanging with the horses, all of that good stuff. Um, Love creating. So you could always find me pulling things out of the garage and the barn and putting them together. And my parents are like, okay, where did that thing go? Shelby probably put it in one of her creations. Um, So I, I just, I loved it. It was so fun. I love that. And I also love that, um, the creative piece, because, you know, they say it's so very important for young people to be allowed to be creative. And so we really need to encourage that creativity. And I love that your parents did that. That's so fun. Um, and I grew up in the country as well. And so I kind of did the same thing that you did. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of entertained myself. (laughs) You find different ways to entertain yourself. Absolutely. Um, so Shelby, you're deeply passionate about your faith. Can you talk with our audience about what that means to you and why it is such an essential part of your life? Sure. So growing up, my mom always said that I was very spiritually inclined and I didn't really know what that meant at the time, but, um, went to CCD every Wednesday. We went to mass very often, but then as I got older, we kind of moved away from those weekly mass, you know, going to church. And when I was in high school and I got my learner's permit, I made the choice to drive in by myself. I was just always very curious about who God was, getting into the word. I'm I'm a learner at heart. I want to learn how things are put together, how they work. And so going to church, I always got 
a different message that I could apply to my life at that specific time. Also, was very blessed. We had a fellowship of Christian athletes where I grew up, and being an athlete as a young woman and um, kind of struggling with the comparison game of, you know, I don't look like her or I'm not dressed like her and I, I don't talk like her. Fellowship of Christian Athletes really helped me understand that I could use my athletic abilities, but then also marry that with my faith and, and help, you know, spread that to other people. Um, I love that the word can teach us so much. I think right now there's a lot of division in the country. And so just God's teaching of love everyone, honor thy father and mother, you know, the things that they had to give up in order for me to have the life that I have. I'm just so grateful for that. And um, like you said earlier, I truly believe that every single individual, they were gifted with specific strengths and talents that they need to use to achieve the dreams that God laid on their hearts. And I love this quote by Cindy Williams. She's a national sales director in Mary Kay. And she says, DNA stands for do not argue. Do not argue with the person that God created you to be. You don't need to be like someone else because you are perfect in his own eyes. And so I just, I love that message. And um, I, I love sharing that with the women that I interact with. And I feel like that's something that every single person really needs to hear. Thank you so much. And, you know, this podcast is is dedicated to youth um, anti-bullying and then also uh, suicide prevention, which mm-hmm. is really prevalent right now. We know with just what's been going on in our world, as you said, there's a lot of children um, and adults as well that are just looking for hope and looking for, for encouragement. And I I'm so appreciative of people that are willing to share their faith. And I always say, you know, whatever your spirituality is, you are put here, you know, on this, on this planet for a purpose and a reason. And, and, you know, we love you and you deserve to be here. And so, um, that's such a wonderful message because I think that a lot of people right now, as you said, um, especially with young women, but young, young men too, um, we play the comparison game and especially I think there's so many awesome aspects of social media, but unfortunately it's so very easy to go down that path, um, for, for youth and for adults. So, um, thank you for being willing to share what grounded you. And, um, I think the FCA is a great program too. I belong to that as well. So that's, that's that's awesome. Um, So you have had a remarkable career that empowers women and encourages leadership skills. And one of the things that I think is so important is that I promised myself that when I did this podcast that we would talk about different career paths because I've had so many children and so many students that have come through my path. And I think they get deterred and also they get a little bit... um, saddened by the fact that they don't think that they're going to attend, you know, a four-year college, or that's just not in, that's just not something that they feel that is in the realm of possibilities for them. And so I'm always interested to hear about how people arrived at their career decision and a little bit about their education. So, you know, can you talk about your job and, and what led you to it? Sure. So I, <laughs> I always say, as a little girl, I did not aspire to be the lipstick lady. So <laughs> that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like ponytail shorts full of mud. And it just really showed that God has a sense of humor because I was not the makeup wearer. I didn't wear all the frilly things. I didn't do my hair. 
Um, and my background in education is actually agricultural business. And so going to school, I thought that I was going to go down the path of, you know, sales or being in marketing in, in agriculture. But what I found is that every experience that I've had in my past, and this is, this is a great message for young people, is there are things that happen in your past and you don't necessarily know why they're happening at the time, but after you get past those things, years down the road, you can look back and say, oh, that connects to this, and this connects to that, and that connects to this. And sometimes those are good things, and sometimes those are bad things. But um, what I found is that I really love learning. I love getting to know someone. And so that's what I get to do with my job, with my career, is I get to sit down with somebody and learn about what makes them special. Tell me about your hobbies. Tell me about your family. What are you doing this weekend, you know? Just that that building that relationship piece and then helping them feel amazing. So a lot of times with women, um, there's this thought of, you know, I'm not beautiful. And if I can help someone feel beautiful on the outside, they will begin to understand that they are more beautiful on the inside. And so with the product side, that's what I get to do. But then with my success coaching side, I get to help women achieve success in whatever way they they want to achieve that success. So whether it's a small impact in just helping earn a little extra money on the side to have better food in college, like I did, ramen was my go-to. But after I started Mary Kay, I was like, hey, I'll sell a lipstick and I'll be able to get a better pizza than the 10 cent Tonys. And so <laughs> that could be a piece. But also, if you are that person who you know that you have a lot to give and you want to bless a lot, a lot of people have that really big impact, Mary Kay and our business can be an avenue for you to do that. And so I'm just so blessed to have had the mentoring that I have. I was extremely insecure growing up. A lot of people don't believe that. Seeing me now, I've come a long ways. And so I just want people to know that if you're struggling with some insecurity or that comparison game, Surround yourself with people that love you. Surround yourself with those that believe in you. And before long, you'll start believing in you. You'll start loving you. And I always like to say, if people don't like me, they're missing out because I'm a, a heck of a good time. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I think so often, you know, youth feel, and, and also just adults as well but it's like there's something there's something wrong wrong with me and that's not always the case you have to as you said celebrate your own gifts and the things that are quirky and fun about you and I absolutely I absolutely love that um and I also love the success coaching portion of it and another great thing is that um and I know you're probably going to touch on this but some young people are like well my dream is to you know start a family and and you know, maybe my values or that I don't know how I'm going to do that with working. And Mary Kay was really one of the very first companies that allowed women to work from home, which right. is now, I mean, talk about for, foresight into the future. I mm -hmm. mean, now everybody, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly this year, right? Everybody. Exactly. So um, what are some of the values that you have learned from working with Mary Kay? Yeah, so some of these values that I've learned have been new things and some have been reinforced. So like our priorities, our faith first, family second, career third. Growing up and still to this day, my faith is very important to me. And so the fact that I get to 
be a part of mentoring and training calls and we talk about scripture and, you know, just share God's word. That's very important to me. Uh, The fact that I can put my family first ahead of my job. Like if there's something going on with my family, I need to be there. That's okay. And that's how it should be. And then when you put your career in Mary Kay third, you can make a heck of a good income. So that's really exciting. Um, You can... I can be my own boss, so I'm an independent contractor. I own my own business, but I'm backed by a multi-million dollar company that's family owned, and they spend thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in research and development for some of the best products, so that's huge. I've also learned that people will rise to the belief and image that you see in them, so if you believe more and see more for someone, they will rise to match that. Um, and then there, this was a training that just actually happened not too long ago. I thought it was really cool. So there's three different types of people. There are climbers, campers, and quitters. And climbers are make-away, find-away people. They are champions. They'll go over, around, through anything to get to that final finish line. And they'll be laying on the other side of the finish line with their tongue hanging out. Those are the climbers. And then you have campers who they may be great starters, but something along the way, whether it's a circumstance or a belief in themselves, really holds them back. And they don't quite make it to the end. So how many times have... I've been a camper where I've had a goal and it might not look like it's coming together and I stop. So that's camping. And then quitters, we know what quitters are. Those people who they may not even start. They don't believe in themselves at all. And um, I was talking with some of my consultants that I mentor and I said, hey, even if you start on the baby wall, like think about the baby wall at the state parks where nothing moves. It's like 10 feet and you climb to the top. You're going to master that. And then you move to the wall that they start spinning it and you keep going. And then before long, you're hanging from a massive mountain and you're going all the way. So just that mindset, that champion mindset of I'm going to climb today, I think is awesome. I think that's so, so very important because as you said, um, and that's one of the things that we echo with all of our guests and certainly you embody this uh, so very much is that oftentimes young people see the finished product, right? They Mm -hmm. see someone that's successful, that they deem successful, um, and they think that they never had any obstacles and that they're going through all of these these trials at this point in time. And the fact is, is that you just can't give up. And so I love that analogy of the climbers, the campers, and the quitters. Let us all be climbers um, in life and never give up. Um, so Shelby, what is one obstacle, speaking of obstacles, that you have <laughs> faced in your life and how have you ever overcome it? So I think the main thing, it's kind of a reoccurring thing that sometimes I still struggle with, I'll be honest, is that self-image part of it. And so when I was living in that comparison mode and thought that I was only worthy of love if I performed to a certain level of success, whether it was in sports or in school or in my job, um, I, I needed to overcome that feeling. And so the mentoring and the focus on the self-development in Mary Kay has allowed me to do that. I can honestly say I would not be the person I am today if I w- did not become a part of this company because there were women who are emotionally stable and mentally healthy that spoke life into me. They believed in me. They forgave me for my shortcomings and they, they saw big things for me and I rose to that. And now I truly love myself, and 
it's one of those things. It reminds me of a story, I guess. There's this little boy, and he gets really, really, really upset with his mom. And he says, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And, he, and then he thinks, oh, geez, I probably shouldn't have said that to my mom. So he walks outside, and he says, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And that echoes down into the valley. And then that echo comes back, and he hears, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. He goes back in the, in the house, and he says, Mom, there's this really mean little boy on the other side of the valley, and he said, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. And the mother tells the son, go outside and say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I bet the little boy will say the same. So he does, and the echo comes back, I love you, I love you, I love you. And so that self-talk that we we say, to, we say to ourselves daily, what are we saying to ourselves when we get up in the morning? What are we saying to ourselves during the day, at night? That is so, so very important. And I'm so glad that you touched on that because I was thinking I didn't really get into, I mean, I, as you mentioned, I think in high school and when I was younger, it was the striving and working really hard and trying to achieve, 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 achieve so that I would be worthy of something. And I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. are doing that. And I didn't really get into the self-affirmation and self-talk until later in life. And the, and the absolute change, the drastic change that it made in my life was, I mean, incomprehensible. And I know that it was for you too, but I really do think that we should be teaching kids at an earlier age, how to do that. The self-affirmation, the positive talk and schools are, are starting. Schools are starting to get there, but even more so, you know, um, having them stand up and it might sound funny or whatever, but having them, you know, do that every day, even in class, like, you know, you're loved, you're worthy or it's, it, it matters. Um, it matters to kids and it matters to adults. Um, so what is one piece of advice that you would give to a young person today who's struggling? Sure. So I would say definitely don't be ashamed to ask for help and find your people. So a lot of times people will feel secluded and isolated and they feel like if they ask for help, they're going to be less than. But honestly, the people that ask for help, those are the strongest people out there. And so there's a sea of people out there that love and care about you as an individual and they want to see you succeed. And if you feel like you haven't found your people, just keep looking, they're out there. And so a lot of people will say, well, Shelby, how do you find your people? Who, who are your people? And your people are those that f- you feel amazing when you're around them. They make you wanna be a better version of yourself. They believe in you and speak life into you. Positive vibes only, I like to say. And their love for you isn't contingent on your results. They love you for you. And it, no matter what you do, they're there for you. I love that. Mm-hmm. That That is so very true. Uh, Shelby, what is one quote that you live by? So this quote, I didn't know that I lived by it until I was in Mary Kay. And this is from Mary Kay Ash. And she said that everyone has a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. So no matter who that individual is, whether it's a janitor or a grandparent or a waitress or the CEO of a company, a teacher, a coach, just an acquaintance that you you pass in the hallway or on the street, make that person feel good. Give that compliment genuinely and generously, and they'll feel amazing, and that blessing is going to come back to you tenfold. I love that. I am familiar with that quote, and I think that that's so so very important and so needed in this day and age too, when there is, um, negativity and things like that, especially 
in the news and just going around our world. And I think you choose what you fixate on, but you certainly um, can choose how you make people feel. Absolutely. And um, that that is what people will remember you by. You know, they, they might forget a lot of things about you, but they'll never forget the way that you make them feel. Yes, so absolutely. That is awesome. Um, Shelby, I know this is a, I always do this, and this is a, people are always like, oh my gosh, that's such a hard question. I'm nervous. <laughs> no. Um, what, what do you want your legacy to be? Um, how do you want people to remember you by? Ooh, loaded question. I um, well, I would, I would love for people to remember me, <clears throat> excuse me, as an individual who loved as Christ loved unconditionally without holding back. Um, I, I really want others to see my success in my career and think, if she can do it, I can too. And I believe it, it is my calling to help others understand that they are amazing and they should love their DNA, that impact of generations. When you have a happy and confident parent, you have a happy and confident kid. But if you don't necessarily have a happy and confident parent right now, you can still become that happy and confident kid when you surround yourself with your people. I would agree 100%. Um, what is one of your greatest accomplishments or things that you are the most proud of? So in Mary Kay, we have a, an award. It's called the Miss Go Give Award, and it's one of the highest honors in Mary Kay, and it's given to individuals who embody a genu genu generous excuse me, and genuine spirit they believe that every single individual is valuable and deserving of praise and should be told so regularly. And they also give of themselves freely without expecting anything in return. So that, for me, when I earned that, it was just an affirmation of this is who God created you to be and people see you and they appreciate that and you make them feel amazing. And I truly believe that's why God brought me into this company, and I look forward to continually blessing women by helping them see their outward beauty, but all, more importantly, discovering their inward beauty and sharing that with the world. And you know what, Shelby? I can't think of anyone more deserving or anyone who embodies uh, the description of that award more than you. And you. I'm so very grateful that you're my friend, but also that you joined us today on Education with an Edge and I know that you are going to continue to go on and encourage and inspire so many women, um, which is truly changing families and changing lives. And so thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. Truly and sincerely. And thank you for um, honestly showing our viewers that there are lots of different paths to success and that, you know, there's lots of different careers and there's things that you might not ever think that you would, you know, succeed at right. and, and you're doing it and you're <laughs> rocking at it. So that's so awesome. Um, so thank you so much for being with us here today on education with an edge. You know, um, we like to reach out to young people all over the world and say, if you are at a point in time right now where you are struggling, there is help. Please reach out to us. We have resources available to us. Um, one of the most prevalent is the Boys Town Suicide Hotline if you are struggling in any area of your life. And uh, we want you here. We believe in you. Things will get better. And you need to continue to let your light shine. And that's our goal here is to show you people who have overcome obstacles that are living and thriving just like you will. Um, so 
Once again, this is Jaquel Lane, and this is Education with an Edge, the podcast dedicated to all things youth, because children are our future, and that is what matters, and that's what we believe, and you should too. So thank you so much for joining us again, and this is Jaquel Lane signing off. If you have a question or just want to learn more, go to JaquelLane.com. Thanks for listening to Education with an Edge. A Huda Media Production.